Welcome to Sam and Maggie Hate Glee. It's a very special occasion, Maggie. What is it? Well, I mean, I guess in the show it's prom, but it's officially, in our timeline, October. Yes. And everyone seems real obsessed with it. I don't know why, but man, people are loving it this year. People, well, it's like a social media meme to be into the spook. Right. Yes, of course. Um, see, around this time of year, I just get filled with like a sense of dread about the entropy that is so clearly <laughs> visible. Just kidding. It's not that bleak, but you know, whatever. Um, well, I'm mostly I'm mostly sad that we're not so fo- like you know Halloween has just become so commercialized. It's sure. awful. Yeah, the you creep. know what's the true meaning of Halloween? You know <laughs> that pumpkin gave his life for us. I don't know. Uh. But this is Sam Mega Hakley. David, oh. David S. Pumpkins gave his life for us on Halloween, and we need to remember his sacrifice. Of course, we do. That's why we make jack jack o' lanterns because they're David. Yes, they, they S. Pumpkins are spirits of David. Of course. Um. Anyway, this is Sam Mega uh, We're not talking about Halloween today. Sam, We're talking do, about well. Let's talk oh. about Halloween for a second more. Okay. Do you have a Halloween costume that you're planning? Um. Does sitting at home. And watching Jane the Virgin count as a costume. So you'll be dressing as a sad sack for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that was really mean, and I didn't mean it. No, it's fine. I mean, do you have a Halloween costume plan? I do. I uh, got a long blonde wig in the mail today. It's mm. a part of it, so that was exciting. Oh, oh, I'm but excited. I'll, I'll well, leave you in suspense. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna get into this episode it's the promisaurus episode everyone we're at season three prom because it is springtime in the gleeverse right also yeah we'll talk about prom prom is an interesting trope for tv shows to do especially when they do it consecutively over two years also when they like just are sort of slapdash with the plot in general and like (laughs) Yes. You know, yes. Things are, don't need to be consistent because why would we expect them to be? That's what good TV does. <laughs> uh, uh, give me the stats for this. Yes, set, please. So, yep, this is season three, episode nineteen. It originally aired on May eighth, twenty twelve, with six point six seven million viewers, which is up from last week, which only is six point zero one million. So. Okay. Uh, yeah. Is that like a, a significant climb? No, I mean. I I feel like there should be some standard, but yeah. I don't know what it is. And we've seen numbers like 12 million in the past. So, like, this just See, seems kind of... Sometimes yeah. when you just say the numbers, I just sort of zone out. Like, <laughs> No, I know. I, I'm excited for when we get to, like, the last season. And it's like, well, we have to say these because... They're so goddamn we've been, low. Well, well, because we've been saying them. That's really the mm-hmm. only reason. But, eh, tradition so. or whatever. It was directed by Eric Stoltz, who is, uh, he's directed episodes in the past. And then we have it written by Ryan Murphy. Ugh, of course. The one, the only, <laughs> Ms. M- Ms. Murphy himself. Yep. Um, yeah. Let's, let's start the episode. There is a recap, but I it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, it's literally the things that have actually just happened. Cho, Quinn, Brittany, Puck. 
Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah. So we get into the opening sequence. It is a monologue from Rachel where she is metaphorically and physically closing the box on her dreams. <laughs> I love this because it definitely, like, I didn't write down the full line, but it starts with a line that has in it, everything dies. Yeah. Maggie, everything uh, dies. It it does have sort of like a dour tone overall, but Rachel sort of ends up on an optimistic note. Because um, mm-hmm. she, she laments her failure and then uh, talks about how prom is now her priority because her life is over. <laughs> <laughs> and how she now views that previous dream as an old sweater that no longer fit, that she is grieving um, and that she has grieved and moved on from. Yeah. Um, uh, she does inter- wear oh, the Barbara yeah. Streisand cosplay. Yes. That that's I was going to say this this monologue is interesting cuz like you said it starts with her closing the box. Um but then she's walking down the it, hallway. It says dream box on it, folks. <laughs> or no, no, I think it says just my dreams in like that sort of like puffy foam letters that yes. act like stickers. Yeah. Okay, um, Rachel. And then, well, I love it because then she's walking down the hallway and describes herself as a penguin. And then, mm-hmm. and then we see some like prom magazines because that's a thing. Well, and- yeah, because Rachel has determined that the two most important gowns that she is going to wear in her entire life are prom and her wedding, and they will be happening within about a month of each other. So it's going to be a lot of pressure. Yeah. Fashion pressure, specifically. <laughs> yes. Um, but then, as you said, she's dressed as Babs alone in the theater, like in the seats. Did um, you clock those acrylic nails? Like, no. Oh, God. She really... I mean, I'm not surprised. It's Rachel Berry and it's she, Barbara Streisand, she was, so... She leaned the fuck in. <laughs> yes. Well, she had acrylic nails while she was closing the dream box as well, so uh, okay. I think she's just trying to live that fantasy right now. Sure. Yeah. Um, essentially, Rachel tells us she's okay with it. Her dream mm-hmm. is dead, and that's where she is. And It does sort of sound like... Um, you know, like that dog on fi- like the dog in the house that's on fire meme. Yes. It's like, this yeah. is fine. This is what I wanted, actually. Well, what's great is to kind of cap this off so that we get a little glimpse of the fact that maybe Rachel isn't fine. Um, this scene ends with Rachel going into the girls' bathroom yes. where Becky is practicing her queen prom or prom queen wave. Yeah, her um, queenly wave in the mirror. Yes. Um, and Rachel tries to bring her down to earth because that's where Rachel is right now and that's where everyone else deserves <laughs> to be. Um, and but she's, Becky's yeah. not having it. Becky's like, hey, can you get out of my way? I don't want to get your failure on me. Uh, <laughs> I can't be seen uh, with you yes. if I'm going to be queen. Goodbye. Yes. Um, and Rachel kind of looks forlornly into the mirror because she's not really okay. And that's then, when we get the title card. Yes. And then next, we get Figgins calling Britney a, quote, sexy, tre- uh, sexy teen trollop, which is... That is what I have as well. Uh, Figgins calls Brit a trollop? Question mark, question mark? Like... In tarot bang? Here's the thing. I feel like he's been saying shit like this forever, and what I'm surprised we haven't clocked it more. What? What a shitty thing to say. How right? horrible. <laughs> Yeah, like, he calls... Well, the thing is, he calls Santana, like, teen lesbian sometimes. Which I've hated as well. Yeah, that's true. I just... I don't know if we've really given Figgins enough um, hatred. He sucks. He's terrible. He's really, really bad. Like, I mean, I I understand the joke that he's supposed to be, like, a typical, like, principal that is... 
last prom, yeah. we really hated Figgins also. Oh, that's we had true. Like, we had like a 20-minute rant about how much we hate Figgins. <laughs> oh, that's right, because he has these weird barbaric mm. rules for prom royalty. That's right. <laughs> Which, again, will be a major feature of this episode. So- you so. know, don't don't count us out. We we have hated him. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, he's telling Brittany that she needs to do prom for him to let her keep the position. Yeah, uh, she's done a very bad job as president. We hear um, her only like call for action was drill, baby, drill, which was actually <laughs> in regards to Brittany thinking that like you can't drill for babies. Um, well, the, no, that we should drill for babies. Yeah, or or that we shouldn't. It's all rather confused. Um, but uh, she does tell Figgins that she's been accepted at Purdue already when he's like, you need to be president on your transcript or you're not going to get into college anywhere because you're failing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, being class president probably won't save you if you're failing. But no, what do I, don't I think know? It will. And I don't think you can be class president if you're failing. Um Furthermore, you can't be in, like, extracurriculars like choir if you're failing. Well, Maggie, New Directions isn't an extracurricular. It's their real school, you know? (laughs) Um, Also, there is a really fun meta joke here where Brittany tells Viggins, then for a while, I stopped talking, Um, which is great. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't like it. Sometimes I wish Brittany talked me- more. Well, but- sometimes Glee's meta jokes just come off as really cringy to me. Yeah. Like, they're, never- they're not, like, good. They're just, like, oh. Because it's partly a reminder that Glee notices this shit and then doesn't <laughs> do anything about it. That's actually a very good point. They know they're doing it wrong, but they continue to do so anyway. Oh, and the, the Purdue joke... Uh, resolves with Brittany saying that it's Purdue, the chicken factory. She has a she has a job lined up there. Yeah, I've never. Okay, whatever. Um, it's like a chicken brand, I think. I don't know. Um, I, yeah. yeah, Brittany is resolved to change her image and preserve her legacy by doing prom. Yes. So we cut right to that. We're at the prom committee, which is comprised of. Three people. Three prom committee extras. Number one, yeah. number two, and number three. Number two has bright red hair. Uh, number <laughs> one uh, is number she's one. Named, and number I think three she's named... Ra- oh, go for it. Does she have a name? Does number one have a name? The subtitles give her a name later in the episode when she talks to Quinn. I believe it's Carla. Okay. Well, the third one is like... Not Rachel Berry. That's all yes, exactly. Yes. Um, because, yeah, because Brittany has arrived to take over, as most good presidents do, when they realize that there's a something they committee. could have messed up. Um, they just haven't that yet. they could have been interfering with. Exactly. Uh, so, so this committee uh, t- tells Brittany, we have a theme. It's called Castles in the Clouds. Here's the model that we have made up. It has clouds, it has unicorns, it has castles. Brittany's like, wow, I find this to actually be really um, risky. Like, what is it? It's not a moral that she says. She's like, it's risky, it's dangerous, castles would never float on clouds. I think you should all go to prison. (laughs) Yes. No, she does. She does tell them that they should all go to jail, which I guess, I mean, um, but uh, she also- an alien. She doesn't understand metaphor. I guess she also or calls fantasy. them. She also calls them a terrorist cell. 
She does call them a terrorist cell at one point, which seems rather extreme. Uh, but okay. Yeah. Uh, th- number two tries to save it by being like, "What if we did Stairway to Heaven?" Which sort of is like, "Oh, he wants to keep the clouds they already have." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. No. Yeah. The, they said they've been yeah. meeting since September. I assume that they already have some decorations. Maybe. Like, I would hope because prom is seemingly in a in a week, two yeah. weeks at the uh, end of this week, even. Yeah, um, I do want to make a note here that Brittany mentioned this prom shit last episode. So... Right, which, like, maybe they're trying to sell this as this happened back then. C- or congruently, like, but what? Yeah, it's not It's not well done if that's their intention, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, I bet that, like, in the script, there was a week previously sort of, oh, like, sure. title card, and they were just like, you know, let's get the, that the fuck out of here. <laughs> we don't need They don't text. need to know that we're messing with the timeline right now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Brittany takes it upon herself to come up with well, the theme. she oh. does say that they can't do Stairway to Heaven because it's not inclusive enough. Well, okay, <laughs> like, it's, I agree, what's great about, not great, both, you know, two-edged sword, much like Rest of Glee. Mm-hmm. Um, she says that, and you're like, oh, she's being inclusive. Um, mm-hmm. And then she says, I don't know if they'd be allowed into heaven anyway. Well, because from Brittany's, like, Brittany understands heaven in its basic terms. You know, she realizes that it's like a part of the Christian faith that has, like, certain limitations to who gets into it because Christianity is kind of evil. Yeah, and I mean, we've seen her, like, her examples of people that would be in this situation, and Artie is kind of a bad person, so. That's right. Okay, so yes, Brittany is taking it upon herself to decide the prom theme. She has a moment of deliberation where she she turns around. We see the back of Heather Morris's head. Did Did you see her hairline at the back during this episode? no it's like she has a like a shaved bit on the bottom but it's grown out a little bit Um, oh no i do actually know what you're talking about i did i did notice that i didn't really write it down or anything i just wanted to like i I, i'm glad that you think it was the same thing because i was like what is that like what is going on back there yeah it definitely Uh, because she has the ponytail but it definitely looks like underneath it was shaved (laughs) yes a little and and now it's now it's grown out yes that doesn't matter though Brittany has decided that the theme's gonna be dinosaurs well the best part is her reasoning is because the bible yes said that the cavemen and the dinosaurs live together yes now there's two ways you can read this one Brittany just skimmed the bible here on earth I have a feeling that or, she's got, like, the 700 Club on oh, most of sure. the time when she's at home, and she's just, like, absorbing information through that. Okay. I was going to say, maybe on her planet, the dinosaurs did live with cavemen. Maybe. that Okay. Uh, is her planet just sort of almost a mirror of Earth? Is it Earth 2? Or maybe, <laughs> maybe they just had dinosaur creatures and cavemen creatures at one point. I don't know. Sure. Uh, so number two is very excited about dinosaurs. He yes. has really turned around and is very enthusiastic. They all are like pretty like, yeah, okay. Um, well, I mean, not Rachel Berry seems not excited about having to change everything. Um, but uh, Brittany is like, listen, Rachel, I am president and I am going to, you know, enforce my will here. But I, I guess I'll see you in Glee Club and then leaves. 
Uh, and then we get a lasting shot of number three, who is clearly not Rachel Berry. Right. Um, which is surprising because you'd imagine Rachel would probably be on the prom committee based on... Maybe yeah, she's I'm, given well, up on that. She runs multiple clubs. Yeah. Uh, we don't see them ever. Uh, but I know in the next... Because I watched the next episode already. Uh. Rachel does mention her club prowess. Okay. She, I think in that episode she says that she's leading 16 clubs. Okay, but from what I remember about that episode, I don't know if we can trust the veracity of anything said in that episode. So Yeah, I think you're right. So let's move forward. Okay. So, Dinosaurs, it's happening. Yes. Sue's announcement of the nominees is next. She's on the um, uh, d- 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 the thingy, the PDA. Yes. <laughs> the PA. <laughs> the PDA. Everyone's like, Sue, stop holding hands with people in public, please. Stop holding hands with yourself, your spouse. Because <laughs> remember, Sue married herself. That's right. Um, but yeah, she's on the PA. Um, this happens sometimes because we, we've seen yeah. Becky playing the xylophone to intro this before. So This has happened before. I think it was probably back in like season two that it last happened. Honestly, yeah. this episode is very season two in a bad way. So <laughs> Fair uh, point. Um, yeah, yes. I guess we are returning to form and we hear the nominees for King. It's The Stick, formerly known as Rick. Uh, Brittany S. Pierce, <laughs> President Brittany S. Pierce, excuse me, and Finn. Yeah. Um, great, I guess. I guess there literally isn't any other male yeah. student or even not male student that could do this. I don't, I don't know. I just, it's fine. It's whatever. It's whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, the Queens are next. Yep. And it is Missy Gunderson, new, new to the new to the show. <laughs> Missy Gunderson, uh, Santana Lopez, and Quinn Fabray. Yes, um, Becky does not take this well. You'll remember she was hoping to be prom queen, so yes. she smashes the uh, the, the xylophone. xylophone. Yeah, um, Missy yeah. seems fun. She seems like a nice person. Everyone's really happy for she her. She seems boring. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so then we, we, we cut to a scene where Finn and Rachel are walking into the glee room and Finn is asking Rachel if she's sad that she's not nominated for prom queen. And Rachel's like, why would I ever be nominated for prom queen? I'm just some nobody. Well, and also she's like, I never expected to be like, like, which like, sure. You can be like, yeah, she's kind of down on herself, but also like. I don't... Rachel's dream of, like, prom being magical just started, like, a couple days ago. I don't think she cares <laughs> that much. So um, they enter the choir room into New Directions rehearsal. Yep. Uh, and Will announces that they are so badass that they are singing at prom for the second year in a row. Oh, my God. This is, like, his only line in the episode. Thank and Christ. it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad line, though. Like, it, yeah. thank God it was only one, but it was unnecessary. Yep. Uh, Brittany um, takes yeah. over to announce the prom theme, and she has a few, I, I, I guess, presidential decrees. Yes. Well, I guess because she fired all of the prom committee. We didn't really she mention did. that, but she fired all of them. So now she's in charge of all of prom. Um, so she has decided that Santana and Quinn are going to count the ballots for prom yes. royalty. And uh, the refreshments at prom will be berries, uh, rainwater, and I think meat 
honks, like turkey well, legs. She didn't mention that here, but we see one at prom with we like do. A, a a nice a nice looking girl in a prom dress just going to town on a <laughs> giant turkey leg. So, <laughs> uh, and she has also outlawed hair gel because it is not from caveman times. <laughs> But, like, okay. Uh, but also, because she wants to bully Blaine directly. Like, Blaine's yes. like, you can't be serious. And Brittany's like, no, I'm very serious. I don't like the way you look, and I want to change it. Yes, that's the thing is, like, it's weird because she is directly calling out Blaine yeah. for no reason. Like and she's also been decrying bullying this whole episode. And yeah. then she, like... Does a hardcore bully on Blaine. <laughs> oh, gosh. Maybe she realizes that Blaine isn't human, so. Well, Brittany might know that already because yeah. she can sense heartbeats and Blaine has four of them. Sure. I don't know. Right, yeah. One for each leg and arm. <laughs> That's why he can dance so good. It's yes. His, it's his demon biology. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's get to the next scene. Uh, we see Rachel in the hallway. Uh, going into sort of a rage spiral when she sees <laughs> Finn and Quinn on a poster together for prom king and queen. Yes. Which yes. we also get that fun, like, I put it, it's not really a siren so much, but it's like a wah, musical interlude. Wah, yeah. Wah. <laughs> but like, so like she rips it down off the wall and then we see her storm up to Finn holding this crumpled poster in front of her and is like, what is this? Um, <laughs> yeah, she gets, she's like furious. She is bugging out. Um, yes. I think sort of rightfully so. Like, Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. I, that's, I, I think she has some good points here, but Finn immediately calls her crazy and selfish. So, I mean, the last time that they were, that Quinn and Finn were like uh, trying to become prom king and queen, Finn was cheating on her with Rachel, right? Well, or... no, no. Rachel, he had just broken up with Rachel. Oh, my God. For him, her cheating on him. This is such a fucking mess. <laughs> and not only though? that, I don't care. That's, like, the annoying thing is I don't remember these intricacies of the plot because I don't give a shit. <laughs> that's, yeah, so that's the annoying. real problem. Yes, I agree. Um, Essentially, Rachel just, Finn is like, you're being selfish. Quinn yeah. deserves this because she's in a wheelchair. And I, I, I was just doing what I thought I could do because she nearly died coming to our wedding. How selfish of you. Yeah, it's our fault. So how could you, Rachel? Oh, uh, God. And then Rachel's just like, sorry, I didn't want to like see my fiance dance with his ex-girlfriend at my prom. Okay, <laughs> bye. Yep. Um, so then speaking of the ex, uh, we cut to physical therapy where Joe is encouraging yes. Quinn to take some steps. Joe is here and, uh, Quinn is able to take a few. It, she's on the, like the bars, the parallel bars. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, it, if you've ever seen anyone who's doing physical therapy that helps them walk, you've seen it because the bars there the to help them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Quinn is able to take a few, and then she lifts her hands off the bar. She takes a few more, and then she face plants. And um, Joe falls with her. I, I probably, you know, for flirty, <laughs> weird 
sure. reasons because they've they've been using this like physical therapy as an excuse to like flirt and touch each other. So right. that's yeah. what's happening here. Um, yeah, I, I, he's well, like, well, I can't wait to tell yeah. everyone at Glee Club. And uh, Quinn is like, no, we must keep it a secret. I have to reveal it at the perfect moment. <laughs> Which, okay. My, one of my favorite things about this is we get the return of Quinn's evil piano music. Like, <laughs> and we get some of it that here. Is, yeah. That is what it's called in the score. I'm sure of it. <laughs> because you'll remember that um, very, very Scream Queens esque, Ryan Murphy has this idea of how teenage girls approach prom and has mm-hmm. destroyed Quinn so that he can make her do it this way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it is terrible. And like I said, it's very season two, and it's I'm so over it. I'm so over it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, this. Uh, this moment with like Quinn being like, I have to save it. It's like, what's going on, Quinn? Like, well, for I, real, I mean, for I, I feel like it's just because Quinn is just a very well, okay. I was gonna say she's very dramatic, like, she loves the spectacle. She, 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 she loves, is though, yeah, she wants attention, exactly. She wants to be the center of attention. She's saving but it for a moment where it'll work. That's the problem with this show, is that's what every character wants, <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> Every character just wants the most attention physically possible, and it's not like it's boring. Everyone just wants the same thing. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think that that's an accurate representation representation of teenagers, or it's just Ryan Murphy's shitty representation of I teenagers? I think it's a mixture of both, perhaps. Yeah. Because um, if yeah. if only because like this is the pervasive teen narrative, so mm-hmm. teens have sort of internalized that. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I feel like there is some bit to teenagedom where you, you know, you're trying to figure out yourself, um, mm-hmm. and that does involve getting some attention, but I think that there's a lot of the, like, adult looking at teenagers being like, yes. oh, <laughs> back in my day, we didn't want attention, like, whatever, <laughs> and so... <laughs> but there's all this social media <laughs> needing to get the likes. And the re the retags. Yes, uh, but Quinn wants to shock everyone, which is not yes. that surprising considering Quinn's character. So uh, if uh, sh- just wait, she's gonna re dye her hair pink and start smoking cornstarch again. <laughs> uh, so Becky has another monologue. It's a- another, as in, like this is the second one in the whole show, basically. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's Helen Mirren again, of course, uh, and. Becky is upset at the lack of nomination that she got for prom queen. And uh, she looks at the posters that are up for the other nominees uh, and Britannia's. Can we talk about Britannia's poster for a second? <laughs> well, I, are, is oh it, my God. aren't there two separate posters where they're yes. both like the same pose with the, yes, like, <laughs> it's like a, a poster pair. And I would hang that in my room. No question. No oh, question. God. One of it's one says vote for Britney and it has Britney with this like big megaphone thingy and and it also says vote for me and then the other one just has Santana that says vote for vote for Santana and if you were to put them together they'd be like two little poster bookends. They're yes. so cute. <laughs> yes, it's great. Um they're also like reclining with these big yeah. megaphones like Yes. <laughs> um and it's great. Yes. Um but so Becky uh, accuses all of the posters it's staring at her. And then we cut to Sue, who has invited Becky to her office to talk to Becky about some of her rampant acts of vandalism. 
Yeah, at the I want to say that like we need to give Becky some credit here because that Rick the Stick poster is creepy and his oh, eyes it's awful. Follow you around through. No, well, Rick the Stick is kind of creepy himself, so <laughs> unsurprisingly, he has a mullet. Um, so Becky has apparently declared war on xylophones. We see a couple shots of her like knocking over yeah. not just not just destroying Sue's xylophone, but also knocking over real expensive xylophones. Like so. a full a full set. Yes. One of the big ones that has like two of the band boys. Yes. It. And it's the band boys from band like Glee Band. It's right. those guys. Right. Uh eh, that's a nice touch, I guess. Yeah. And uh Sue presents uh Becky with the problems, uh like reasons why Becky didn't get the nomination. One, her poster said veto instead of vote. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> Becky made them herself and her paintbrush didn't have spell check. Uh, and also, Becky is a bitch, which, which Sue was like, good job. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> Uh, and also, uh, the sympathy vote was split because of Quinn. <laughs> yes. I, I do, like, I don't know if it's super appropriate for a teacher to be like, you're a bitch, Becky. You're a bitch, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love it. It's so funny. <laughs> it just, it does seem to explain what's going on to Becky, though. Like, Becky's yeah. like, yeah, you're right. I am a bitch. Yeah, she is, like, pr- she looks proud of herself. <laughs> Says and it. then she destroys another xylophone on the way out. Yes. Because <laughs> uh. Sue's like, hey, watch that xylophone. Oh, and you've broken it. That's what I'm talking about, Becky. That's yes. the attitude. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So um, I think, I guess the only important thing here, Sue says to Becky that she's going to have, she'll be Becky's prom date or something, but that doesn't happen. Yeah. So. And now we're at the first song of the episode. It's Rachel on the auditorium stage alone in a green polka dot dress, sitting on a stool, singing Big Girls Don't Cry. Mm-hmm. Kurt and Blaine both enter um, with their own s- seats. Sitting uh, devices. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kurt, like, pulls up a stool. Blaine sits on a chair in the backwards way, like, in the let's rap about that kind of way. <laughs> I was going to say, he's uh, a cool teacher, Maggie. <laughs> yeah, and they all sing together, and then um, Clayne's like, wow, you know, that was really sad. Like, what's going on, Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because well, Blaine is like, uh, is this for prom? Because, I mean, I don't want to say it, it's but, like... sort of a downer. It's... <laughs> and then Rachel is like, this is just how I feel. Uh <laughs> Uh, so I, I guess this is like a look into uh, the future of the show, which is just Rachel kind of singing out her feelings and her friends being like, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. So Rachel expresses her jealous rage about this Fwin stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's just like, I really hate that this is happening. Prom is the only good thing in my life. Like, how <laughs> dare he take it, take this from me? <laughs> yep. <laughs> And Kurt's and uh, Kurt's like, well, I don't want to go either. Uh, I don't want to have to coronate the next person because that's apparently what prom queen has to do now. Right? Uh, like, remember how last, last season? Year? I have no idea because we didn't know who prom queen was. We didn't know who the senior prom queen of the class before them was. Yeah, because also, they like, were never nominated. Probably. Yeah. My question is: It was juniors who were nominated last year, mm-hmm. and it's seniors this year. So I what's, guess the the, what's se- going on? the senior class above them and the junior class below them just get shit. They get shit out of this one because like I, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. It no, doesn't make, it doesn't any, make sense. any sense at all. Well, they call but whatever. It, it's TV. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, and Blaine doesn't want to go to prom either because 
of Brittany his is hair. bullying him. Yes. Yes. Um, he says that without hair gel, it will be a Medusa situation. <laughs> well, it's great because he goes into detail about all of the things that will cause static electricity at prom. Yes. Um, <laughs> He's like, my hair is baby hair fine. You don't understand. And Rachel and Kurt, like, share a look where they're just like, <laughs> yeah, how adorable. They <laughs> chuckle about Blaine's intense dis- or intense fear of static electricity. Um, yes. So they come to a conclusion that leads us into the next scene where Rachel is announcing the anti-prom party that they have decided to throw. Gotta say, this party does not sound cool. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> uh, they're going to be having it in a hotel room. Uh, apparently, it will be catered, and there will be libations. Uh, I mean, okay. I I guess part of it is maybe it's because of, you know, we were both in band. We've had to yeah. be in hotel rooms with other teenagers. Like, yes. And... Man, that is not a fun situation. You can't you can't get that loud. Like you can't have a party in a hotel room. Who told no. them this? Who You can't really get loud, but also like I don't know. It's it just doesn't sound that fun because uh I maybe in retrospect like this description is just sort of sad. Yes, um, for sure. Is it, Santana, well, okay, first uh Puck says that he's going. Yep, and somebody conver- con- um, uh, compares Clay to the Winklevoss twins. Yeah, that's Santana. Uh, and who are the guys who made Facebook? Right? I think it's because they look similar. Like no, I mean, as in Blaine and Kurt. Yeah, they they kind of got a twinsy vibe going on. They are like like Kurt is like two feet taller than him. What are you I mean, talking about? They're both white. They both have like that's true darkish um, hair. I don't know. Um, they're both TV handsome, I suppose. Th- they both wear know. very gay outfits. Like they put and a lot of thought into them. You're generalizing. I am. Sam, you're right. You you're dr- generalizing. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> and Santana decides to turn it around on Rachel, and really give her some real talk, saying, "Hey, you're throwing this petty." pity party and uh i hate you for it how dare you take prom away from me <laughs> yes um which i mean i i will give santana some credit here she does tell rachel you need to deal with your trap with, with the crap in your life and stop pretending to be fine because you're obviously not so yes yeah which is very true uh then we uh get to a scene that is interesting but before we get there yes just a note we do find out in that last scene becky has been invited because rachel claims they've invited a lot of underclassmen but they only invited becky they only invited becky or did they invite people who didn't come i i don't don't know. know i don't know either uh, so the next scene is Finn and Quinn in the hallway hanging some posters talking about how they've come full circle. Uh, but let me tell you, there will be no fur- full circle, you know. Later tonight, wink. Later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. exactly. Uh, and prom committee number one shows up. Carla. This is where we find out her name is Carla. And Quinn has a speech where she really hams it up she's like you know i just look at your beautiful legs and i think about how you can walk and about how i might never get to walk again (laughs) yeah well the best part and she's like i just can't wait Uh, i I just know that if i become prom queen i'm gonna be able to inspire all of us (laughs) and uh yeah well um 
Yeah, and very strange. It also has the evil piano music again, which is yes, so Quinn's good. evil piano music, uh, and Finn is like, so that was creepy uh, <laughs> when, when number one leaves, and uh, Quinn's just like, listen, I long for applause and adoration, and you will not take this from me. That's why we're on this poster together. Keep hanging them at eye level. Yes, um, which, yeah, she she essentially, we knew this about Quinn, but she is very ambitious. Every, every fucking, every and fucking girl on the show is ambitious, you know? She's extremely ambitious about prom queen specifically. Yeah. Like, I guess she's ambitious about other parts of her life because she is going to a Yale. teen mother who is going yeah. to Yale. Uh, but still, yeah. you know, th- it's annoying that this is like one of Quinn's only personality traits. No, I agree. Um, so let's move on. Cause that's not fun. We're going to go to prom, which is yes. fun. We open prom with Tyke entering first. Uh, we find out that Mike is actually really into dinosaurs and is yes. very excited. And Tina's dress is like, it's black and has a little capelet, like a little sheer capelet on top. Yes. And like, oh, it's cute. It is very cute. Um, while they're arriving, uh, we have Brittany starting, the best number, maybe ever, dinosaur yes. by Kesha. Mostly because Britney is dressed as a cavewoman, and her yes. backup dancers are Cheerios with those like fake dinosaur heads. I nicknamed them the Cheerio Dinos <laughs> because the dinosaur heads are like, you know that like one, the that one music video for the Shia LaBeouf Cannibal song, sure, where they where they wear the giant. Shia Buff heads. Oh my god! It's sort of like that, but dinosaur heads. Right. Uh, and the dancing is quite energetic. Brittany does a great Kesha, as she has done in the past, mm-hmm. and it's a great, great number. Uh, yes. That is slightly spoiled. Yes. With by cutting the scene, the song with like a Finn Quinn, Finn Sue. Yes. Finn Sue scene. Yes. Be- Yuck. Yeah, because uh, Sue is giving Finn her, quote, prombrosia, which she's spiked with Visine. Visine, which is eye drops, which I, she says it's so that they get out of there faster. Is it because, does Visine, like, make you piss? Does it poison you? Like, <laughs> well, what's the situation? Yeah, because I was like, does it make you sleepy? Like, because the thing is, <laughs> what what's implied here is that, I guess that it makes you piss or that it makes you throw up because <laughs> Finn is looking hey. for Quinn. Yes. And Sue's like, oh, well, she had some punch. You should check the bathroom. <laughs> Which is also, it's weird because if Finn goes into the bathroom. Right. Like, no, he doesn't yeah. knock. No, He's that's, just like that, in there. Don't worry. We're going to get to that in the next scene. I just want to express how much of a crime it is that they have this scene interrupting Dinosaur. You should absolutely say that, though, because it's so fucked up. Cause, and it's, like, during the fun, like, dance break sequence where we don't even get to see the dance. Which is, like, Brittany is a fantastic dancer. That's what I'm yes. here for. Yes. God damn it. We are it. here for the dinosaurs dancing, not for this, like, prombrosia monologue. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Anyway. God damn it, Glee! God damn it! <laughs> anyway, we're we're going to the girls' bathroom with Finn apparently because that's a thing. He just bursts in there, yeah, uh, and no knocking, just like, "Hey, Quinn, you in here?" And 
Quinn is standing at the sink. This is scandalous because, oh my God, she can stand. Which, I mean, she told us she was going to. Like, here's my problem with this plot line is that Finn is like, you were lying to all of us. And it's like, (laughs) no, Quinn made it pretty clear that she intended to make a full recovery. Like, yes, she made it very clear that she was like doing her very best to walk as soon as possible. Right. So... So like yeah yeah uh, and like Finn already knew that she was like on some bullshit after that weird talk that they had with right Carla right yes. so it's not like this is some sort of blindsiding really no I mean I think the main thing is that in this scene Finn finally realizes that he's fucking abandoning Rachel like yeah that he's been shitty to Rachel for yeah. like no real reason other than like appeasing Quinn and and he's like why am I doing that (laughs) this is dumb and he's like yeah good job you finally clued in I mean I I did make a note in an earlier scene that Quinn is telling Finn how he should feel just like the old days it's just it's literally a season two episode everyone we're here like (laughs) returning to their old patterns because Ryan Murphy hasn't been paying attention for a season yes um so here's here's the next thing though Finn is like I can't believe I abandoned Rachel. And Quinn is like, she sits back down in her wheelchair because she can only stand for a little bit. Um, but she starts to like get a little like, I don't, I don't know how to put it. Cause it's not like she's going to cry. It's more like she's just, she's, she's just angry. Furious. She's like, yeah. Yeah. She's just like, Finn, how, like, how could you go back on this? You have to stay for at least one dance because all nominees are required to dance. <laughs> Cause it's and mandatory. It's like, is that true? I have no... <laughs> what? <laughs> so, oh, since when has that been a thing? Okay. So, uh, it seems like Finn agrees, but we don't get to see him agreeing, because we never do no. have resolution at the end of a Glee scene. Why would we? That's too satisfying. <laughs> you have to be on the edge of your seat this whole time. Yeah. Right. The next scene is back at... Uh, is actually at Antiprom. Yes. We're at the... The nega prom well, in a hotel room. Well, in, in traditional Glee fashion, it's announced as the first annual McKinley High School ANSI prom because oh any God. of these characters are going to be doing this again next year. Like Puck, maybe. Puck, maybe. But like no one, they always make this a thing and then it's never a thing. Like It's never a thing. Uh, so we see Clayne enter. Kurt is wearing a... I would say jauntily placed. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Uh, top hat. I'm not sure how he secured it to his dome. <laughs> like it is, it is so skewed. I don't know. Blaine is wearing hair gel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a little bit more classically dressed. Uh, and then we see uh, Puck, who has a big container of Natty Light. Mm-hmm. Rachel and Becky. Yes, and Becky is wearing her Cheerios outfit. And yes. Rachel is wearing just like a polka dot dress. Yeah, it, and yeah. Puck's in bad boy clothes. Right. And uh, Puck's like, yeah, prom is a sucker's paradise. I'm glad we're here. I wrote that down because what does that mean? Prom is a sucker's paradise. I mean, they're all buying into the man, Maggie. I don't know. Yeah, you know, Puck sort of sounds like, let's say you were writing the Fonz for a show that it was set in like the 1990s. Or, like, that you're that, writing Quinn with pink hair. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Prom is a sucker's skank. paradise. Skank puck. I'm a skank, I'm a skank now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, P- 
explained. It's like, let's watch some TV. Let's watch some Bravo right now because that's a good prom activity for well, us to do. Yeah. They essentially just have all five of the characters kind of bounce off each other a little bit in this yeah, scene. Say, say the different things they want to do. Yes. Because Becky wants to play strip poker because she brought condoms. Kurt reminds her that they're gay. Well, some of them. Um, and then- I mean, Kurt, just because you're gay doesn't mean you don't use condoms. <laughs> Safe sex, everyone. <laughs> Sam and Maggie Hakely support safe sex and positive outlooks on safe sex yes use condoms of course um rachel Stay safe out there folks rachel decides that she wants to make it about rachel and is like let's yes. have a fashion show kurt's like oh yeah of course but then rachel's like <laughs> no i meant i'm gonna wear my prom dress <laughs> yeah because kurt is like we can tear down the drapes and make clothes like julie andrews oh my it's god like, okay kurt oh my god <laughs> can you chill for a second <laughs> Can you be uh, less gay for, like, three seconds? It's uh, not even, like, a gay thing. It's just, like, niche. It's, it's like... It's, it's like it's the niche. It's the niche of it. It's it. That's all it is for me. Like, it's like, dude, just chill. Well, I, I imagine it as Ryan Murphy's interpretation of what a flamboyant gay teenager is like. Um, yeah. Because maybe he was that way, but... Eh. I don't yeah. know. It's not, I mean, listen, Kurt is a fine person, but just like so many of his, the things he does give me kind of internal cringe. Right. Like, we're yeah. just like, dude. <laughs> well, I feel like, honestly, that's kind of, like you're saying how this is kind of like a season two episode. Honestly, a lot of the characters are just acting the same way as they did a year ago. Yeah. Which I guess is... Um, could be some kind of statement about teenagers, but doesn't feel like it. No, it just sort of, it just feels like a season two episode. Like yeah. these characters have kind of, I guess Puck is a little bit different because he is definitely sad Puck now. Right. Because uh, he's not graduating. Oh, that's right. We, we didn't, we, we forgot to talk about the comment he makes about how he's not going to spike the punch at Sue's, uh, at prom. He's not going to spike Sue's punch because he's quote, tired of failing at everything. Yeah, pretty rough there, bud. Uh, so then we go back to the actual prom because mm-hmm. I don't want to be at anti-prom and no one else does either. Uh, we're, Santana's going to sing. She's singing Love You Like a Love Song, mm-hmm. which was such a popular song yep. and is repetitive but fine. Which This is another song where we get like cuts to different things while it's happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, Which, it's prom, unfortunately. The, yeah. Before we get to this cut, Santana is wearing a beautiful it's, red dress. Um, it doesn't go to the floor. That's my one critique, oh, okay. I would say. Uh, but it matches her lipstick color perfectly. She looks great, obviously. Brittany yes. is there as well. She is wearing a long green tulle skirt. Yes. Sort of a mint. Yes, it's a mint. With, it's definitely a mint. With a uh, like a suit, a white suit. Well, yeah, like and a yeah. and a top hat and a top hat. Also, also jauntily askew. An- another jaunty top hat. Uh, um, and yeah. Tina's there as well. She's in that dress that we mentioned earlier with the little capelet. Adorable. Yes. yes. Um, also, I guess before we get into those two, um, just to note, similar to what they did last year with prom, it seems like they did the same thing where they just picked like popular songs. Yes. Like memeable Which popular is- songs. I think that's fine. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's like for a for prom. Like, that's the songs you want to hear. Yeah. Right? True. Uh, 
And with this song in particular, I'm fine with it, like, being this sort of not really a number we're watching being performed most of the time, sort of like a interspersed with scenes because it's so repetitive. Like, I get the idea. Yeah. Um, And we do get some nice shots of Santana dancing with her girls. It's good. Yes, of course. But our first interruption is Sam Sadie's a little banter um, about how this is exactly like a year ago. Yeah, and this is where we get a confirmation that they are back together. Ugh. Uh, even though that happened off screen, I guess they did kiss after yes. Sam posted her video online without permission. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. We also see Mercedes waves to um, her ex, whose name I conveniently forgot because Shane. literally was an... Was that? Shane. Dane? Shane. Oh, Shane, of course. It's Shane. But he's he's dancing with like one of the like three other black girls we've seen at McKinley. So Yeah. Yeah. So everything's worked out there, everybody. Don't worry about it. And uh then we see some extras Mackin. Uh yes. and then we see Finn and Quinn. And Finn decides that this is when he's gonna make his stand. Okay, wait, wait. And he's gonna try to make Quinn stand. <laughs> one very good. Amazingly, amazingly well done. Um, Thank you. Did you see Mike dancing on the side of the stage during their number? Because it is amazing. He does seem really enthusiastic. <laughs> He's like, he does the thing where he like, he like sticks both of his arms out and like rolls his eyes up into his head and like just like shimmies. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> like, well, it's because Mike is re- like... Mike is having the time of his life. He loves dinosaurs. He loves dancing. He loves Tina. Yes. It's all very good. Um, Mike Chang is living his best life right now, and I just want to support him. I agree. Um, but yeah, let's get back to let's get back to the stand nonsense. Yeah. So Finn is just like, I'm going to scream at you <laughs> right now, right here. It's going to happen. I'm demanding that you stand. And Quinn's like, please don't do this right now. <laughs> please just finish this dance and go. And, uh, yeah, then uh, he nearly, Finn nearly gets in a fight with Joe because Mm -hmm. Joe's like, hey, don't touch her when he goes to, like, pull Quinn out of the chair. Yeah, see, that's, like... Fucking yikes, man. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Because, like, it's one thing to, like, scream at someone in the middle of prom that they should stand up. It's another thing to try to physically grab them out of a wheelchair. So... And not only that, like, he saw that Quinn was having trouble standing and getting back into her chair in the bathroom. Did he think she was lying, like, about See, how hard it was that, that's to the do thing, that? That's the thing, like, watching it the second time, when we got when I got to that bathroom scene, I remembered it that, like, Finn is just like, you're a liar. You've been lying to all of us. And I didn't remember Quinn doing a very good job of being like, I literally can stand for, like, a couple seconds and have to hold on to yeah. stuff. What the way that she phrases it? She's like, "It was supposed to be a surprise, right?" And it's like, what? Just say exactly what's going on instead of this sort of like, you know, nebulous bullshit. Know. Yes, exactly. Uh, uh yeah. And then Sue comes over and she's like, "Do I have to kick you out of another prom, Finn Hudson?" And Finn's like, "No, I'm leaving." And then she calls Joe Jar Jar Banks, which. Not too far off, maybe. Not, yeah, not too far off. He is sort of the Jar Jar of Glee. <laughs> well, no, Rory is, is not. Rory is definitely the Jar Jar of Glee, but. <laughs> well, I I like the idea that together they're Jar Jar. Yes. Um, oh, for sure. And 
but, with the alternate theory that he was the bad guy the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, then we cut back to anti-prom, which sucks, according to Kurt, yeah. which he's right. Kurt and Blaine are watching Tabitha's takeover. But it's like it's like a dog salon. <laughs> Supposedly. Yeah, I guess it's like a spin, like sort of a wacky episode. May I guess is this supposed to be like a callback to the fact that Kurt knows who Tabitha is? I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's just one of these other gay niche things. Yes. Whatever. Um, uh, yeah. So Blaine is like really self conscious about his hair, and we find out just how self conscious when uh, Kurt's like, oh. I would have gone to prom with you if you wanted me to. And Blaine's like, listen, I didn't want to go because of the hair issue. Yes, he's protesting um, because everyone has the right to use hair care uh, products. It's in the Bill of Rights, Maggie. (laughs) That's like the gayest thing Blaine has ever said. Uh, Yeah, Uh, I mean, but he's right, though. Brittany is bullying him. Can we just say that outright? I do. I do also like that Kurt's response to that is like, didn't the Founding Fathers wear wigs? Which is (laughs) very good. (laughs) But Uh, then anti-prom changes a little bit because Finn has arrived. He sees Rachel as she exits the bathroom at a very convenient moment. (laughs) And they reconcile because Rachel just looks so beautiful. Yeah, she's the glorious pink mermaid. Um, Finn does not apologize for how he's been an ass. Nope. He's just like, you're great. Let's go to prom. (laughs) Yeah, see, I I wrote down Finn arrives to collect Rachel um, because that's really what (laughs) happened. Clean's like, oh yes, well you can take her. You're, you're, you're his, her suitor. Yeah, well, take her to prom. Which, yeah, Clean uh, follows them as they leave. So they do, uh, because Finn just wants to dance with his friends, and he inspires them all to go with him, except Puck, because Puck's just gonna have to go next year. Yeah, and Becky also is gonna stay because she ordered a shrimp cocktail or something. Um, yep. And then she, as after everyone leaves, Becky makes sure to lock the door and tells Puck. It's time for strip poker. So we move to. What do you do? What do, you do? I guess I don't know. I, well, why does that? Why do they set this scene up? Why does this? I don't know about the rest of Becky and Puck's plotline in this episode. By the way, well, I don't know. <laughs> I think the next scene is very questionable, but I do want to point out right here: socks are one item. It has been mentioned multiple times. <laughs> And it's going to come up again. No, they're not. Later. Yes. It's so inconsistent. So it's just annoying, like, how blatantly (laughs) they contradict themselves. It has to be intentional, right? It has to be intentional. They're like, we said that thing, but let's make sure we explicitly go against it. Ugh, it's infuriating. (laughs) So (laughs) we're back. the next scene is back at actual prom. Yes. Because that's the only place any of us ever want to be, ever. And Brittany has welcomed Finchel into the loving arms of prom and we get the opening of a song it's uh what makes you beautiful by our boy band in residence joe rory Artie, mike and sam okay there's a fun thing about this speaking of consistency um Mm -hmm. so as finchel walks into prom we get shots of all these people admiring them i guess and the first one is sam sadie's who is dancing to a song and then immediately he's on stage. Sam's on stage. Oh my god! How annoying! <laughs> god damn it! Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's be real about what makes you beautiful. It's no Friday. Sorry. It's just. <laughs> it's no. Fr- it's no fr- Friday, but it's not bad. No, it's fine. 
It's not Jar of Hearts, you know? It's good. <laughs> Instead. Yes. Uh, Joe starts it off. Uh, I, I'm really warming up to Joe. Yeah, me I'm, too. I'm, I'm about Joe these days, and it's not just because I used to have, like, a crunchy fetish, okay? Well, see, that's... I, I, I like Joe because in this scene, we see both Joe and Rory lead, and I realize that, like... The way Joe's better. Yeah, the way Rory's mouth looks is interesting, which is not wow. a nice thing to say, but like <laughs> Yeah, I I consider that bullying and I will not tolerate it. But I like Joe more. In a comparative <laughs> I, I sense. I like him I like him more too. Uh and during the song, Sam does do the rapping bit. Of course. It's is it rapping or is it just sort of talk it, singing? It's talk it's singing. singing bit. It's not rapping. Uh, Let's be real. One Direction not a rap group. <laughs> no, uh, we do get shots of like random couples dancing. Uh, yeah, you know, it's all of our our couples in love. But which we get a lot of those. We we also see like random people and also like a table yeah. of random women who are all just like fanning themselves, fanning themselves, which I think is supposed to imply that the boy band is hot. Yes, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we also get Brittany welcoming Blaine and Kurt into prom. Uh, but she's like, listen, Blaine, I told you hair gel is not allowed. I can smell it. <laughs> because Blaine, his plan was to pretend to be an ice sculpture. Yes. Which, like, I I didn't catch it on my first watch. But on my second watch, it was so, I, I couldn't help it because it was so good. Because, like. Because he, he does pretend to be an ice sculpture. <laughs> he stands perfectly still and only moves his eyes to try to <laughs> pretend like he's not. Like, he's not a real person. It's great. Uh, but Brittany sees right through it and banishes him until he removes the gel from his hair. Yeah. Uh, the song ends uh, after Sam does the rapping bit and they all just sort of, you know, they do a lot of jumping and like fist pumping, you know, like the Jersey Shore fist pump. Yeah. They do a lot of that because that's a boy band move. Well, and yeah. then Sam picks Artie up out of his wheelchair and like, they all just sort of cheer and well, scream. Yeah, and Mike picks up the wheelchair with one arm. <laughs> yes. Well, because Mike's a fucking beast. Yeah, no kidding. He's he's ripped. He's a great dancer. He's got yeah. a great attitude. Man. One of his main character traits when we didn't know much about him was his abs. Like <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Oh, God. He's basically a superhero, a dancing superhero who can travel through dreamscapes. Yes. So let's, let's, we'll, we'll, we're just going to barrel right through this. We cut yes. back to anti-prom. Uh, Becky has apparently sharked Puck at strip poker. <laughs> yes, because Puck is wearing his two socks. No, he's wearing Maggie. Un- he's not wearing two socks. He's wearing, he wearing one, one sock. Oh, yes, because that's the crux. Yes. That's the problem. Is that we've heard multiple times that they count as one item, but guess what? They're going to count as two because Puck doesn't want to take off his panties. <laughs> because, yes, he's wearing he's wearing one sock and his briefs. Um, did, you, did you clock the pattern on those? Because I noticed they were patterned, but I didn't really pay a lot of attention. I think they were either Star Wars or, like, little skulls. So... Okay. Like, like Death Stars, maybe? Um... I wasn't paying that much attention, Maggie. I I can control myself, okay? Um, I'm, t- I'm saying I didn't notice it either. <laughs> God. No, I just... It's fine. Um, <laughs> Becky... So, Puck is like, how... Well, I don't care about that part so much, but he's... 
he's like, you need to lay up because I, things are going about to about to get real awkward. And Becky is like, I'm yep. just mad because I wanted to be prom queen and it didn't happen. Um, and so Puck takes the chance to redress. He's like, oh, let me put mm-hmm. all my clothes back on. Um, <laughs> and he makes some. He makes them some beer box crowns. Um, which is well, real classic. Ryan Murphy realized that the the optics of this scene were not great, uh, <laughs> and that they needed to put Mark Sailing in more clothes. I have a note here that says Puck looks so ancient in this episode. Yes, he looks like a like a sun withered thirty five. Well, yeah, he's he's. I mean, we we've talked. I I don't know if we've talked about it too much, but he's he's Jewish in the show, and like yeah. his skin is maybe like a little darker than some other people's. Like, he seems very tan, I guess, is the main thing. Like, yeah. he's very leathery, which, when he takes off more clothes, you notice more of it. So, yeah. So, he was born in 1982. Uh-huh. That that puts him at a chill... Well, that would put him at, like, a chill 36. So... Really? Wouldn't it? Like, at the time of this filming? Or no. Now? now. Well, yeah, I didn't want to talk about it. Um, yeah, he's no longer with us. But when he he was, would be like thirty. That's, that's so old, <laughs> isn't it? To be playing a high schooler, <laughs> yes. Like it's it, and it's so apparent, and it's been so apparent in these last few episodes because Puck has featured so heavily in them. Yeah, like he he just looks like an old handbag <laughs> compared to everyone else. Ouch. I mean, like rest in peace, but like, come on. <laughs> You know, you're right, though. So he makes them some beer box crowns in order to announce themselves the king and queen of anti-prom. Um, and then they leave. Yes. Yeah. Then we get back to McKinley. Rachel has pulled Quinn aside into the hallway before the, vote, the votes get counted to apologize to Quinn about her freak out, which was pre like she had never told Quinn. Right. Like, this is previously unshared. <laughs> yes. Quinn is just like... Cool. Well, I didn't know about this, so I'm I could forgive you, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's great because we have the evil piano music once again. Um, of course. But like Quinn is like, yeah, I need to go press the flesh um, for, <laughs> to get my they're votes. Starting, they're starting to vote, so I need to go out there and kiss some babies. <laughs> and Rachel is just like, listen, I idolize you. I love you. I'm so glad I was able to become your friend. Right, <laughs> You're I, amazing. Yeah. Run away with me. <laughs> Finn means nothing to me. <laughs> Follow me to New York. Yes. Well, I did. I also put down that Rachel confesses her love. But in parentheses, I did put I wish. That's... <laughs> That's basically what she does, though. Yes. It's just, like, thinly veiled with heterosexuality. Yes. And S- S- Santana knows it, because Santana's like, hey, stop making out with Barry and come count the votes with me uh, yes. as she walks through the hallway. Uh, uh, one note yes. is that uh, Rachel does call Quinn, quote, humble and inspiring, which yeah. definitely gives Quinn a pause there to be like, oh. <laughs> am I those Quinn's things? like... Quinn's like, neither of those are correct. I'm going to Yale, um, and I suppose I am inspiring uh, by pure force of will. Yeah. (laughs) The one thing I would not say about Quinn is that she is in any way humble. (laughs) So... Her arrogance is like a main character trait. (laughs) Yes. Um, But so anyway, uh, we cut to... Also, okay, here's another big problem with this. I hate this scene, too, because Sue yeah. is accusing Tina of trying to spike the punch. 
when she's just drinking it. Yeah. She's just drinking the punch. And she's like, sorry, I needed to rehydrate from all my crying. Okay. Except we don't see Tina cry at all. No. There's no tears. This can't. And I'm I'm angry about the fact that they are making this Tina's character trait because yeah. fuck you. Why is this like, a, why is this a Tina meme? We have seen Tina cry maybe once. Eh, like twice. Like twice Will has show? cried more than she has. Yes, absolutely. And they're like, listen, Tina's going to be the girl who cries now. And it's like, since fucking when? Yeah. Are you telling me I haven't been watching closely enough? Because how dare you? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's just, I was just like, really? Like, yeah. But then Sue also calls her dress hideous, which is a lie. So. Yeah, it's rude as well. Yes. Sue. 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 <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> so Pu- uh, Puck and Becky enter sort of grandiosely with their natty light crowns. <laughs> and Becky has a little monologue where she's like, I've done it. I've become queen. And I have a piece of ass on my arm. Yes. A real ass. <laughs> and then the pair spike the punch together and dance. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, cool. I guess it is. Right? It is fun. Whatever. They get they get Sue to put on her infrared goggles, which is like yeah. a weird like Jordy LaForge visor. <laughs> yes, like Becky is just like, hey, what's over there? And Sue's just like, what? Well, it's it's because where? <laughs> yeah, she says there's a sniper in the rafters, and Sue is like, I knew we should have had extra security. Um, it's just like what. <laughs> Oh, well. Whatever. So the next scene is in, like, I guess the one classroom Mm -hmm. that gets used most often. Santana and Quinn are counting votes. And we open the scene with Santana being like, Brittany only got four votes. What a disgrace. I don't want to be queen if she isn't king. Yeah, which, like, Quinn says a thing. And I was like, really? Did we need that? Because Quinn is like, maybe it has something to do with the fact that she's a girl. And I was like, yeah, it's like, hey, Quinn, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but so uh, Quinn apparently won by a single vote. Um, I'm pretty sure it sounds they may they imply that she and Santana were tied. But I'm pretty sure when you look what at the board, Missy? it looks like Missy and Quinn were tied. And that's the the vote was Quinn. Yeah, well, that's not surprising because I'm listen, this school is not progressive enough to have two lesbians no. as their king and queen for prom. I mean, they did have Kurt as their queen. As that's, like a That's mean pretty progressive, joke. Maggie. Um, as a mean joke conspired by a trickster demon. <laughs> yeah, as a mean joke that didn't make any sense. Also... Um, this doesn't make all that much sense either. No. Because Quinn is like, listen, I've gotten everything I wanted, but I feel no different. How about we shake things up? <laughs> like yeah. Santana. And Santana's just like, huh? Yeah, well, because yeah, Quinn realizes how empty victory really feels. Um, what? And- <laughs> this has been like what she, this is what she wanted for an entire season. Well, yeah. And now I guess another <sighs> couple of episodes, just one episode. So a season and one episode. Um, but Santana, she tells Santana that she, quote, wants to make a difference. Um. (laughs) Which, looking at it in retrospect, this scene is so stupid. Yes. Yes, it is. The rest of this episode is just dumb as hell, except for this next scene, which is great. Okay, Uh, yes. So Blaine is here. He is 
bro- broccoli Blaine. Yes. Well, so the it's fun because we get the first person shot as if we are Blaine, and all of these yeah. people are horrified. Yeah, they're like gasping at the sight of him, like. <gasps> Uh, and Kurt is like, oh no, looking at him. And Brittany comes up and is like, listen, don't be mean to the new kid with the bad hair. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So they say it's bad. It looks fine. Like, it's just like kind of large, I yeah. guess. I, I think maybe like the shape of it isn't great. It's all mostly on top. Yeah, um, I guess. It's just, I don't know. I think Blaine it, looks fine. It's really- no, it's really not that bad. And, like, the curls look good. Like, they're defined and moisturized looking. It's not like it's frizzy. Right. Um, yeah. I. So, yeah. the show is lying to us, as it normally does. Um, Brittany gives Blaine permission to wear hair gel because she hates the way he looks right now. Um, Kurt but rescinds that permission. Blaine can do that. Yeah. yeah. Kurt is like, listen, you look great. I love you. Yeah, I love you even though you're hideous. Um, <laughs> and so uh, then we get to the announcement of prom Figgins is King. doing, yeah, Figgins is announcing prom court, um, and he does a better job this year. Yeah. I think. Maybe. He starts it off by doing another one of the only jokes Figgins is ever really involved in. Which is which random is- bullshit. Yeah, like random bullshit announcements at the beginning of every single speech that he does ever. Yes. Like at the home at the homecoming assembly talking about some bullshit crime statistic or like at the at prom where he talks about the fucking toilet snakes. <laughs> well, like, Maggie, the nice thing is they don't live at McKinley anymore. They live in the zoo's toilets now. In a in a safer environment, uh, yes. and all the kids like cheer. They're all like, "Yeah, get those snakes out of here!" <laughs> I mean, Maggie, I would be very happy about snakes not living in my toilets anymore either. So I would too. Uh, so he announces the nominations. We see uh, Brittany S. Pierce, Rick the Stick, and Finn mount the stage. Ew. Here they are in all their glory. Brittany is definitely the best out of all of them. Yes. Also, can we not use the word mount in this situation? <laughs> and then the queen nominations mount the stage as well. I'm actually more Finn, okay with that. Uh, um, Quinn has a little bit more trouble mounting, as it were. <laughs> How dare you? She's a strong... <laughs> independent woman speaking of, i know kurt it, is it was a joke. kurt is called up to crown the winners as the previous mm. year's prom queen because that's a thing um it wasn't a thing last year or maybe well, it was well like was the person holding the pillow see okay the with the crown i guess to be fair we wouldn't know but it's not like they called her out of the crowd with a spotlight and quote sultry uh sultry drum beat no, which I wouldn't call it sultry. It's sort of more like a death march. <laughs> yeah, that's agreed. <laughs> as, as Kurt goes up to the stage, there's just kind of like this, like, you know, like a walk to the hangman's noose kind of <laughs> drum beat. Uh, and like Blaine's just looking very concerned and Kurt's just looking very like... Resigned, I don't know. kind of? I don't know. Yeah, and also upset. Then uh, we find out who wins king. It's Finn Hudson. I mean, everybody. Yeah, no shit. I I still wouldn't vote for Finn because I'm obviously voting for Brittany. But like, over Rick the Stick, sure. 
fine. Sure. Uh, and then Figgins opens the queen envelope and is like, we have prom anarchy once again. And then we get a tense moment where we see Kurt's face and it sort of like does like a fisheye zoom almost. And we see Blaine and everyone's just like, <gasps> <gasps> and turns out that it's Rachel Barbara Berry. She's yeah. prom queen. And instead of, I wanted to make a note here. When Kurt was prom queen, he got like a full crown mm-hmm. similar to the one that Finn wears. Rachel gets like the daintiest tiara. tiara. Right. Yeah. It's stupid. There's also no speeches. Did Kurt make a speech last year? Yeah. Cause he was like, eat your heart out. Kate Middleton. Yeah. Like, so there's none of that, of course. Um, but we do get the, and then, yeah. and then Rachel takes the tiara off her head and she breaks it into pieces. <laughs> Well, that was, that is one of the things that I think is very entertaining about this is that like, you can kind of see it on the students' faces as Rachel's walking up like from them onto the stage that they're like, well, I didn't vote for her, but I guess everyone else did. Like, (laughs) it's sort of like a, it's sort of like that, like, oh, that's Rachel Berry. Oh, (laughs) who is that? Oh, I guess she looks like a mermaid. So sure. Um, uh, we haven't mentioned Rachel's dress. It is like a peach tulle. Yeah. Um, very. I'd say it's a very Liam Michelle type red carpet dress, except it is like a like early Liam Michelle red carpet type dress. Right. Not now. No. I yeah. It's very 2012 Liam Michelle red carpet dress. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's great. We we also continue the tradition of apparently the. Uh, the prom queen nomination or nominees who didn't win sing a song. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we talked about this last year, right? Yeah. When they did this same thing where it's like, was Santana going to win queen and then sing? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I said, yes, absolutely. <laughs> right. Uh, she would have one of those like lavalier mics or like a Britney Spears concert. Mic yes, of course. Over her ear so that she could, you know, dance and sing at the same time. Right. But instead, um, since neither of them won because they rigged it. So this time, at least we know that it's rigged. Mm-hmm. Um, Santana <laughs> and Quinn are going to sing Take My Breath Away for the first dance for the king and queen. Yeah. And Rachel's just like. Wow, I never thought this would happen to me. I just don't understand what's going on. Is this just some sort of joke? And uh, Finn is like, hey, no, you're a sexy inspiration to everyone here. <laughs> like, okay, one of the things that I didn't like about this is that Rachel says, I'm scared I'm going to get pig's blood thrown on me, like in Carrie. And I was like, <laughs> why does every other character not get, like, why don't they have to explain every reference they make? Why do they make Rachel explain her references? Like, I don't. No, I don't know. Because, <laughs> like, uh, if it was Santana, Santana would have just been like, am I going to get pig's blood thrown on me? And that'd be it. Exactly. Yeah. Or am I going to get carried? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Uh, and uh, then we see prom photos yep. uh, interspersed uh, of all the couples. We see, I think my favorites are probably uh, Rory, Artie, and Joe are kind of cute. The sure. First one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like Clains. Yep. I like Britannas, yep. of course. Of course. Man, Brit- this is like such a good Britanna episode. Yes. Like background Britanna, I guess, for mo- for the most of 
part, but like it's so good. They're just so cute the whole goddamn time. Yes. Um God damn it. Why wasn't the episode about them? <laughs> but uh yeah, so the the idea here is the over the song, it's the montage. We see these couples before or these like groups of people before we see their prom pick. So we also get Tyke, we also get Wemma. They're Okay, Tykes is Tykes cute is because very cute. Tina's yeah. Tina's doing like a like a Titanic yes. on the boat thing. <laughs> yes, well, because we didn't mention this. So first of all, all these pictures are like super yes. oversaturated. That's fun. Um, but they're they have this like prop dinosaur that you can ride. Yeah, and like it's like a it's like a rocking horse yeah. dinosaur. It's like a little kid's like at the like mall, you know, like the little like moving toy things. The sproing the springy thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, with the springs. Yeah, and it's like. Man, I would have loved to take a prom photo with that. Right? How fun. Like, Brit- Britney's dino prom was a smash. Also, um, how did they put this together in less than a week? I don't know. Like, how did Britney do it by herself? Maybe she- maybe the Cheerio dinos helped out. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. It's uh, crazy, though. Like, because it, it looks great. Well, the- yeah. during the song, Tina cries. Of course. Uh, Quinn stands. Yep. She did it, everyone. And every, everyone she is pulled, amazed because... She set down those blue, ice blue heels and she stood. Yeah. Uh, and Santana, like, helps her out and they do touch for most of the song. That's nice. Yeah, well, because Santana and, holds her up, which is... It's sweet. It's it's actually really sweet. I yeah. like it. And they sing into... Did you notice their mics had, like, leopard fur on them? No, I thought they were just bejeweled. Oh, my God. No, it's like... They were, like, covered in, like leopard print felt well maggie it's because I, I was thinking about it when i watched caveman yeah because for some reason leopard print is really associated with cave people which yeah with cavemen because yeah. they wear the leopard print togas but everybody knows that did they though absolutely not <laughs> like of course not oh <laughs> uh, anyway um i'm trying to think of who else is uh quinn does quinn take her picture with anyone or is she just uh no quinn doesn't take a picture uh, at all that's right uh and uh santana winks at britney yes during the song well, and then we see their picture too yeah because britney does like the heart thing where she like outlines a heart on yes. her face and then points at yeah, santana and she, she like loves i love you and she mouths i love you and it's just i love Britannia so much uh it's very. This good. is where I noti- noticed that it was a tiara for Rachel, and I. Oh, I, I double standard. Man. Yeah, I noticed when Kurt put it on her head, but like you're absolutely right, it makes no sense. It should have been a tiara last year, but they were like, "Oh, but it's Kurt, so we have to give him a real crown because he's a man." It's just like it's so weird. Like it's it's because for promotional reasons they wanted to be like wow look at how progressive our show is right. we're, we're gonna have like a like a gay king and then it's like oh no in the episode it's actually a moment of like horrendous bullying right well and i think honestly we just couldn't the optics would be bad if we could if we put kurt in a tiara see that's i think that's it is it's just like it's just really it's institutional sexism it's the things you don't yeah. really think about that are really shitty Ugh. yes so Anyway, Which, this show is written and directed by men. nearly all men. Yeah. So, yep. So, yep. yep. <laughs> let's get to the podcast business. Okay. Podcast business. P O D P O oh, fuck. Okay. Let me do I'm going to do this right. Are you ready? Sure. Do you want to do this with me? We're going to sing it to the tune of Dinosaur. Well, I was going to say 
podcast business. But what was that? Take my breath away. <laughs> okay, gotcha. P O D C P P O D C D C A S You're just an old man podcasting my business. You need a cat scan. But it's a metaphor, and metaphors are important. Gold stars are important because gold stars are a metaphor for me being a star. Okay, let's yes. do the thing. Gold stars are first. I think you are first. I think so. Yes. Um. So for my gold star, so um, I'm gonna split it in half as we are want to mm-hmm. do from now and again. Uh, first half goes to Rachel. Um, okay. Because honestly, I am all about this like living a fake life kind of thing where you yes, this like facade <laughs> yes. that she has constructed. Yes. Th- this <laughs> this facade that you know she's just sort of like a blubbling kind of soft mess underneath. <laughs> yes. This like lie that she is telling herself um yes. that we all get to live with her. It's great. She's living that lie and I'm loving it. Yes. Um the other Especially when she does Barbara Streisand cosplay. Oh that, honestly, really it's mostly because of that opening with like her monologue. Mm-hmm. It's just so It's great. Good. Um Rachel is delivering killer monologues yes. these days. Yes. Um but the other half is going to Mike Chang, because nice. These are great choices. Loves dinosaurs, and I am here for that too. <laughs> and I love Mike. I love Mike Chang also. Uh, so I'm gonna be splitting my star. Damn, I want to do that. I want to give them to the same people because your choices are just so good. But my initial um, choice was Britannia. Oh, sure. For the episode, yeah. I mean, because they're just so cute. Yeah, and I can't help it. And Britney's song is great, and Santana's songs are great, and they're just so cute with their dancing and their kissing and their being in love. Oh my God, teen lesbians. Also, I do really appreciate Santana just kind of like laying it out for Rachel during that scene. Yes. It was good. Where she's like, how dare you take prom away from me? I want to be with my friends. You're my friend. You need to deal with your garbage. Yes. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. And so, next piece of podcast business is the best number of the episode. We start off about 10 minutes in the episode with Big Girls Don't Cry. Then we get Dinosaur at prom. Love You Like a Love Song by Santana, Britt, and Tina at prom. Then we have What Makes You Beautiful by the Boy Band in Residence mm-hmm. and Take My Breath Away. Yep. Um, I mean, I guess honorable mention to Take My Breath Away because it's been stuck in my head since I finished the episode. But obviously, I'm... But that's just because, like, the song... It's the, that's the song. Yeah, that's not, it like, never Lee's yeah. responsibility. I guess that's true. Um, But... uh. I'm giving it to Dinosaur. You know. Same, 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 it, same. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's just because we are millennial. Trash. Queers. But <laughs> Kesha is basically the second coming. And I love her so much. Oh, God. I mean, like, I'm glad that we we do get Kesha music here. And, like, mm-hmm. I know that obviously her newer stuff was not available, but I, I'm also kind of glad but that we didn't get to sing it, you know? Yeah. Like I wish there was, I, I'm not saying I wish Glee was making episodes now. Cause that is absolutely not the case. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I am very glad that the show is over and that they cannot corrupt the American songbook, as Sue likes to put it, any further. Right. Uh, but if they got to do a Kesha episode that wasn't, you know, full of gray puke. <laughs> See, that's, I was going to say, during the dinosaur number, at least there wasn't any puke. Like, <laughs> At least there was not any full-on vomit. Yes. Thank God. Uh, and there was just great dancing with those cheerleading, oh my God. Those cheerleading dinosaurs. That, that's my other thing. Like the other thing I love about that is that Brittany is dressed full on cave woman, and, and they're in and Cheerios, they're Cheerios outfits. outfits. They're at prom, but they're wearing Cheerios why, outfits. Why, why aren't they dressed as cavemen also? Because <laughs> they're dinosaurs, Maggie. They're not why? cavemen. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they were all wearing. Have you seen those inflatable yes. T Rex costumes? See, see, I think those were. I think that became a thing in like 2014. Yeah, so they're they're a much more recent invention, but they're so great. You gotta watch videos of like professional ballet dancers in them. Oh my god, because it's the fucking best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so. Uh, uh, let's let's wrap this thing up here with because this is not the best thing I've ever seen. Let's give <laughs> no, it a rating. Let's give it a rating, um, as we normally do. We're doing it out of five slushies here. Zero means it's the second coming up there with Kesha. The <laughs> five <laughs> means that it is literal garbage trash. Which you'll remember last week, I gave it five because it was that. This week, though, I'm gonna well, I'm gonna give it. What oh, was last week? What happened choke, last week? Um. Oh yes, choke. Shannon. You, oh man, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the with the Shannon Cooter line. Yeah, mm, yeah. So, uh, in comparison to that, I gave this one one and a half slushies because okay, it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. <laughs> uh, I am gonna give it um, two slushies. I'm gonna give it two slushies. Uh, I think because the uh. Like, the Becky and Puck storyline just makes me feel kind of, like, awkward. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm I, not saying that, like, I feel like in some ways Glee really tiptoes around Becky's um, downs. Yeah. And in other ways, like, does a good job writing with mm-hmm. it. But I'm not sure they really get it right. And I'm not sure I'm someone who can determine if they got it right or not. Right. So yeah, no, yeah, that's where I'm at about it. Yeah. And also, like having a 36 year old man, well, a 30 year old man, right? At doing this is like a very, like, why would why why do you have your oldest high right. school? Like, I just don't get it. Yeah, that's I I I think of it similarly as the time that um, Becky decided she wanted to date Artie. Um, yeah, it just felt weird, and like I didn't. I don't have a metric for how to feel about it. Um, yeah, so. and I think, I, listen, I think that, like, it's not essentially problematic no. to portray, like, someone with Downs having romantic feelings or, like, wanting to have sex with someone. That is not essentially negative. No. But I don't, I don't, I just don't know if they get it right. Yeah, I think part of it for me is that, um, they seem to use Becky as a kind of weird comic relief in this episode, especially yeah, because she's supposed like, she's like, Oh, I brought condoms. Um, and then Kurt's like, we're gay Becky. And she's like, that doesn't, ne- it's never stopped me before. And I'm like, eh, mm. like, I don't like, mm. I wouldn't like, I don't think I'd like that in any situation. So yeah, there we go. That's bad. Like, that's bad. 
bad. Yeah. Hey, Glee, you did a bad. You did a bad job. But yeah, so. Uh, you, you did a bad job because you made Mark Sailing be naked around, like, another person alone in a room. I don't know why well, you would do Maggie, that. Well, Maggie, they weren't really alone. You understand how sets work, right? There's a camera. No, I know they weren't. But, like, like for the scene, it's just not. Right. It's just awkward. Yeah. And I just, I'm, I'm really not enjoying puck that's, recently that's fair <laughs> i i which is upsetting to me because I've, I've liked him before and i like the bad boy aesthetic but it's just i, don't I know. mean i think part of it is that they decided they were like oh let's give some other character storylines and i'm like you're my dad's you're all my dad's <laughs> i'm like maybe puck wasn't the best choice <laughs> you're my dad's here are these engraved guitar picks <laughs> and these shot glasses that i stole from old women that i also had sex with um so yeah i i don't know i i think you're right in saying that this is very season two um in that like mm. a lot of the characters like we talked about in the episode are very focused on they've attention regressed. yeah they're all v- they've re- yeah go for it they've regressed in a very annoying way and i guess we're supposed to think that like they're they're seeing these like old things they wanted and then realizing that they don't really even want them anymore with like Quinn and being prom queen or whatever. But it's not, I just don't understand how like giving Rachel prom queen is supposed to be this like grand gesture (laughs) of like love. I just don't get it. Yeah. See, that's okay. (laughs) That's the big thing for me is when they're like, let's make a difference. I'm like, Oh, they're going to give it to Missy Gunderson because she really deserves it. And we have no idea about her. Um, No, they give it to one of their friends in an attempt to make her feel better. I just, I just don't. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know if this is. I I'm gonna give it two slushies because I am very ambivalent and yeah. I'm ready for the next episode. Yes. So next week, um, we're gonna talk about season three, episode twenty, props. Uh, props. From I I saw the I saw the thumbnail and I read the quick like I, I got a glimpse of the description. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a weird one, huh? It's not weird enough, in my opinion. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm excited. I've for watched that, it, then. and they don't lean in quite enough. Right. Um. But in the meantime, you can contact us on Twitter at snmhateglee or by email snmhateglee at gmail dot com. Uh, we love hearing from people. Um, we've had a couple people who I think have just started the show, who are kind of zooming through all our episodes, have been tweeting us recently, and believe believe me. It is so great to hear people loving some of the stuff we do. We say a lot of garbage, but like the show is also garbage and we need I need the I yeah. need validation. I know I've said it before, but yeah. applause please. Applause to live. <laughs> please clap. <laughs> <laughs> and uh we got some good emails too. Shout out to Ari. Uh we I do want to support you and however you feel even though I I'm not going to stop loving Blake. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> to clarify, we got an email from Ari that uh, the subject is true life. I don't like Blaine Anderson. Um, because <laughs> you'll remember that we challenged uh, we challenged you listeners. Um, I think about the beginning of season three. Um, if any of you actually dislike Blaine. Um, and Ari stepped up because Ari does not like Blaine. For good reason. And they, For good reason. They shared, they shared their shame and they exposed it. And now we can all live 
you know, more free, true lives. If you don't like Blaine, it's okay. But we're not we're not going to stop liking. Right. And maybe. don't worry. I mean, who knows? Well, we, we are going to return to the list. That is important to me. Um, and I will say. Yes, we will. We will return to the gliss. If you recall, at the beginning of season three, we made a ramshackle gliss, and we did put Blaine in front of Santana, which was maybe the biggest mistake we've ever made. <laughs> yes. So, um, but uh, we'll, we'll definitely be coming back to that in the future. Um, if you have any comments, if you don't like Blaine and you have, you want to share that with us, I mean, it hurts us a little bit inside, but it's okay. We will we'll come to up. terms, but we want to hear it. Um, but... You can yeah. also uh, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Hakely or just search Sam and Maggie Hakely uh, through Patreon and you can find us and there's extra content up there if you choose to support us and we do appreciate it because, uh, you know, this is really just done out of uh, uh, longing for sibling bonding and needing kind of a constructive yeah. way to yeah. do that. Uh, but we we love that people want to support us. It's so fucking nice and we donate most of our uh stuff from patreon not stuff money from patreon (laughs) to the trevor project right now because we want to be the champion for queer rights that glee was not able that glee pretended to be yeah um so uh if that's just about everything if you want to hear more from Maggie, you can find her online at mcar.biz or on instagram at mcar.jpeg jpeg and you can hear Sam on his podcast with his boyfriend, Chris, called All Out Brawl. It's about Magic the Gathering and its many intricacies and niches. Yes. Are you gay and niche? Do you like gay and niche things? Magic the Gathering. <laughs> I mean... I, I understand that it's like like kind of like a straight boy meme in a way, like Magic the Gathering, but I don't you'd, know. You'd be I, surprised. I'd say most of the people that... Most of the people that I know that are really into Magic the Gathering are gay as hell. You'd be surprised. Actually, and what's fun for me is that I feel like a lot of content... Well, not a lot, but there are a group of content creators that I listen to and watch stuff for Magic the Gathering that are gay, and it makes me happy inside. So, yeah. So, yeah, we're, uh, you know, um, the gays are infecting every branch of media. Come join the party. Yeah. Well, let's it, end the episode and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Don't stop me. I have a gay crusade here. No, um, uh, you're <laughs> right. The though. Gay agenda you're right. Uh, is to take over all of nerd culture. Yes. We're coming after you, misogynists. <laughs> um, but until next week, when we go over season three, episode 20 props, I've been Sam. And I've been Maggie. And we hate Glee. From the top. Da 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 da